and then just having the knee on my stomach and me being like, I'm just tapping because I'm going to be sleeping. Yeah, well, if I had a pound for every time uh, someone's thrown up during training, we... Uh, oh, yeah, okay, that's good. That was... I've thrown up, I think technically I've only thrown up once mm. badly. Really laying into him, like really battering him. Kind of calls the guy over afterwards, like he's like, I'm sparring with him next. Like he's just kind of beat up one of the little kids. So anyway, Catelyn goes with this guy. This guy like throws a kick at Catelyn. Catelyn checks it with his knee, which um, if you ever done kickboxing, well, you have. But you know that's 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 very painful. Um, so the guy screams, goes on the floor. I don't really think anything ever again. He doesn't show back up in class, but I'm like, okay. Um, then I see him about. A week later in Lidl, and uh, he's got a car cast on. He's like, yeah, yeah, it's that machine in half. Oh. Hello, welcome to the show Long Drives, Late Nights and Lobby Calls. This is a podcast mainly to do with the realities of the live music industry with some stories from people on stages to everyone else behind the scenes. But this time we have a very special guest because it's not a music industry person per se, but it's someone that I've wanted to have on. And I'm super excited because uh, it does actually draw a lot of parallels like Dom was just saying beforehand. So I'm excited. I'm excited. But yeah, today we have Dom and Nick Dillon. And or is it is that is that correct? I haven't said I know I'm sounds super stupid, but in my head I just was like, it is Dominic Dillon. I know you as Dom. Is, so when I say Dominic, it sounds very formal. <laughs> yeah, no, it's Dominic Dillon. To be honest, yeah, most people call me Dom Dillon. Like most uh, loads of fight posters have always been like Dom Dillon as well. <laughs> yeah, I was like Dominic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 So Dom, Dom Dillon is a BJJ black belt. Uh, many accomplishments over catch wrestling, world champion, British no gi champion, seven championship belts in MMA and K1, um, grapple fest vet and uh, Polaris. Polaris, yeah. Polaris. I actually had to Google how to say that because I don't want to drop a bollock on that, but I feel like I have. Well, I mean, this is well exciting for me. So I, I'll just do a little bit of background of how I met you. Um, so I actually, oh, what year was it? I want to say 2019. It was definitely 2019, maybe. I think it was okay, like okay. I think it was maybe it was, autumn yeah. or 20. It could have been 2020. No, it was definitely wasn't 20. Maybe 2018, uh, 2019. No, I, 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 yeah, I thought 2018, but I'm, I, I don't know. I might be yeah. wrong. My, I a lot can happen in it. I can't <laughs> yeah. actually remember. But yeah, so I, I and I've always like, yeah, definitely. I think you're right. I think it was 2018. And I've always, always really, really enjoyed um, kind of MMA and all that kind of stuff. And obviously, I assume there is a massive influx after the UFC promotion kind of got it to be as the kind of worldwide renowned thing that it is now. And obviously some of the fighters yeah. who are... <clears throat> very popular so i kind of jumped on not jumped on that bandwagon because i've always been interested in it but i've never ever really yeah um went for it and because of touring and stuff i always had that excuse of being like well i tour so i can't really kind of commit to it yeah, yeah. but when i was studying i had a bit of a sweet like sweet routine i remember thinking fuck man i'm just spending all this money on a gym membership and all this other stuff and actually i love to actually do it into something functional um even yeah, if yeah. it is just something that's like even if i walk in there and look like a bit of a a bit of a novice and just someone who's jumping on a bandwagon. But yeah, I remember Every I came to Elements and that's where I met Dom. Yeah, yeah. So that's what good. I mean, that was the thing. Everyone, everyone's uh, a novice at first. That's always, mm. <laughs> always the case. Yeah, 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 definitely. And did you find that there was a lot of people that it kind of, there was a bit of a bloom uh, Elements, uh, <sighs> the gym that you train? 
Uh, I mean, it kind of went through peaks and troughs. Like, um, generally, like, uh, I think one of the big notable ones, normally particularly because um, kind of elements was primarily a jiu-jitsu gym whenever yeah. there was a, like, um, I think after the Khabib-Connor fight, there was a big influx yeah. because, like, he got choked out, so everyone wanted to learn grappling. So oh, you suddenly can get I loads see. of people. Uh, uh, but, yeah, so you get little influxes like that. Um, I say it's a little less, like, apart from around the Khabib-Connor fight, Hmm. it's probably individual fights tend to have less of an influx now it's sort of um, I know it's kind of I guess it's got that point where it's almost so routine in western culture as a sport whether you watch it a lot or not most people are aware of it yeah yeah, it doesn't seem to have those massive spikes of like I don't know eight years ago or something where you'd you'd suddenly get something ping up on the radar a particular fight and yeah you'd have a massive massive gym would be full yeah. Actually, I say I say that. You know, um, what was it called? Um, oh, a mate of mine, Blake, uh, Blake McLeod, used to work for it. Oh, what was it called? And basically, you bought a membership to their service, and then it meant that you had access to like Pure Gym and the gym and all these. But it was also oh. classes. I can't remember what the service was called. Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah, we were we were on that. Was it Class Pass? There was a couple, weren't there? Yeah, um, I, I, it's, Blake's going to hound me if he ever listens to this. Um, yeah. And I remember doing it. I remember coming for like my third, my third or second session with you, and um, yeah. <laughs> and um, uh, there was a, there was there was someone there was a there was a kind of a woman in her late late fifties, maybe early sixties, yeah. who was like who just who was just like this sounds great, and just turned up and and like not gonna lie, she was up for it. And I remember like yeah. you were like looked at me, and you were like sorry, mate, but you are the new guy. <laughs> But you were just, I actually re- I remember that session. Yeah, I remember that session. Yeah, yeah, it was something like class pass or something. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, you you get some really random. Not, I mean, not saying that it's not. Uh, um, you know, they couldn't necessarily uh, try it or be good at it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was kind of people that you kind of felt they were turning up because it was on the whatever thing they were doing on their like ticket rather than because they actually wanted to do that they were like yeah. well this is one of the things that i can get for with my memberships so yeah. i'm going to show up i'll for just it. try it out yeah yeah and um, i don't know if you have a bit of a like background and timeline of how you got into like i mean the achievements that you've got are insane like it's absolutely insane so kind of how did you get into this uh, I mean, I've done some form of martial art pretty much since I was about four years old because my dad mm-hmm. like taught Aikido, which um, I guess as a result, me and my brother got very, as we grew up, got into more and more violent things as a result. <laughs> like, it's basically, I kind of think Aikido is like one step down from Tai Chi in like, oh, okay. uh, yeah. violence. Uh, so, um, yeah, so me and my brother went through a load of ones until we kind of ended up in like um, full contact karate and then into like um, jiu-jitsu. And then eventually we started, um, like there was a local um, promotion and stuff. Mm. So we started having MMA fights uh, in like, I guess, I think my brother had his first one when he was about 19 and I was like early 20s. Oh, sweet. Oh, crazy. And how long is this, and how long is your kind of like career? And I mean, obviously you you compete quite a lot, but you do a lot of teaching and training as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I haven't had an MMA fight for about three years now, so Mm -hmm. I'm kind of semi-retired. I had... I had decided as a New Year's resolution I was going to have a fight this year. But, um, yeah, 
but basically I've just been competing in grappling tournaments for the last three years, um, which, which is fun. It's not, it's not quite, it's not as damaging on yeah. my uh, face. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, uh, is it, to retire, to semi-retire from MMA, was there any specific route why that you chose that? Uh, I, had my, I had a very, like, my last fight was at, uh, on Bama at Wembley Arena, uh, and I, I got ended up getting... Um, very very badly broken nose uh, oh, no. uh torn torn oblique or something um things ending up leaving in an ambulance uh, oh. so uh, yeah it's a um to be honest that's not the first time that's happened but for some reason yeah. with the advanced age as well <laughs> i think uh i was like it at first it was like okay now i'm just like healing up from this i'm just going to take yeah. a bit of things and then it was suddenly a year since i'd fought which mm. I think at that point was the longest I'd ever had off fighting since wow. I'd first started. So, um, and then like I was still grappling, I was, I was getting better results and starting to earn some money from grappling tournaments as well. So, yeah. um, then it was two years and oh, then now right. here, here we are three years, but it was just like, it's, it was easier not like, um, the fight camps themselves are almost more mm. punishing than the fights, but oh, really? yeah, sometimes. Oh, well, what's the, what do you, um, so for i don't know if there's a way we can maybe explain it for people that aren't um got like quite a full knowledge on uh, combat sports and mma specifically and grappling and um, yeah. what's a kind of good way to explain the differences between mma to grappling um and then the kind of weight catchments like catchments mm. of the weights as well I don't know if that's something you might be able to yeah, explain. yeah yeah so um i mean basically i mean um grappling will basically be taking is taking all the like submission wrestling aspects that are in MMA. Mm -hmm. So you can do you can do your takedowns, your throws, you can do joint locks, you can strangle people. Um <laughs> and those kind of things <laughs> yeah, such a great like, you just strangle yeah. people yeah, yeah. <laughs> you strangle people you strangle them you can get Craig spine lock that kind of thing but uh, basically only there's no there's no striking involved so like while you can get like broken arms broken legs um it's generally lower percentage because you always have the option to tap out it's, it's very yeah. unlikely like, like major injury is generally a lot lower mm -hmm. and also generally um the training for it as well you can kind of you don't need to have a specific cap because you're only focusing on one skill yeah. set um there, whereas in mma you've obviously got um basically not only all of those things from grappling but then you've also got all the striking from like um kickboxing white tie and stuff so yeah, you can throw yeah. elbows in pro knees um uh depending on the you can occasionally do head stomps and knees to grounded opponents <laughs> but depends where you're fighting um yeah. but yeah so very it's brutal. a lot more, very yeah, it's a lot yeah yeah it's a lot harder and also one of the big focuses is that well, whereas in grappling, sometimes you have one opponent. It's normally you're showing up for a tournament format. There's a few, quite a few different guys. Yeah. Um, whereas in MMA, you'll have a, you'll have a sign a contract where you're specifically fighting one person in four weeks. So that one person right. will be focusing on you. You're focusing on them. So it's like um, you can tailor your strategy and your training and much more. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you'll have like generally six weeks is a good amount mm -hmm. obviously it can range generally um so you can range like you end up taking fights on stupid notice um oh, i think nah. the shortest i ever took yeah shortest ever i took a fight on was i think six hours but um 
but yeah. Yeah. Actually, oh, really? <laughs> was that a graph was that a was that full mma or was that a yeah. uh, sub oh really no it's mma yeah i mean grappling match that's also the difference like a grappling match mm. i think nothing even on if i was at a tournament cornering would, some guys just, yeah you just yeah, chuck some shorts on let, let's go yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It, would, it wouldn't be bad it's kind of like i don't know especially after you've done mma grappling's kind of a bit like playing like it's mm. kind of fun yeah. um whereas you yeah you can't really play mma so, yeah, uh, you can be quite creative when it comes to grappling, and it's it, you do find a bit of an art to it. But MMA, if you if you slip, you've got to really concentrate and really really be present in that moment. Otherwise, yeah, you, you don't want to get torn Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to fucking break your nose again and whatnot. <laughs> okay, well, I guess um, from what you've kind of described already, and what I remember from the whenever I used to, I mean, it must have only been about four or five weeks. It wasn't a long amount yeah. of time. Maybe it was a couple of months. Because I remember I was a student as well. And yeah, I think it was like, a couple of months at least. Yeah. yeah, and maybe I did maybe like maximum ten sessions. Probably not. Probably not even that. So I remember once doing the like conditioning ones, and then go straight into an MMA one with you, and being like, I am not okay. <laughs> like <laughs> I remember, I remember eating once. I remember eating like an hour or two before a yeah. session, and then yeah. rolling with someone, and then just having their knee on my stomach, and me being like, I'm just tapping because I'm gonna be sick. You're right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Gonna be, gonna be sick. Yeah. Well, if I had a pound for every time uh, someone's thrown up during training, we. Uh, oh. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's good. That's, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's common. I think um, I've thrown up. I think technically I've only thrown up once. Mm. badly which was where me and ali isa uh, mm. a training partner of mine we were actually at um so a friend of ours from the gym's wedding eunice and um oh. and yeah we, we, then suddenly i was asked to come to the evening class because um he was uh, the coach uh, yusuf was saying at the thing so me and ali went over there after having demolished a wedding buffet like <gasps> we were basically we were trying to eat each other under the table oh, um no. yeah and uh, yeah we ended up both having to run to the toilet throw up and then come back <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh yeah. my god well i think my experience of elements was really really good i really loved it and i like i just i think i just took the plummet um i just I, yeah i think I'm, i just plummeted because of the uh the schedules and whatnot and yeah. when you get further into it the contact sets getting a little bit harder and all of a sudden yeah. you realize actually i have no idea about any of this stuff and i remember it was it was really funny because it was halloween or it was like around halloween yeah. time and um and you'd taken half the class and then Sam was coming in to take the other half. And, um, and I'm like, oh, okay. And all of a sudden I've watched Dom go off and Dom, essentially you were my kind of lifeline to like, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm not really sure about this. And you'd be like, that's cool. And you were, you were a really, and you still obviously are a really, really good trainer because you understood that like this one person might be a high turnover. He might not come back, but at least yeah. kind of acknowledge him and make him feel good for why he is here type of thing yeah, so that yeah. it's not just like a, a really tight boys club because there was <laughs> there was everyone there there was girls there was boys you know guys, there was guys there was yeah. girls there was every, every kind of it was very very diverse which I really appreciated yeah. and I remember yeah. seeing you go off on a Halloween night out <laughs> and I was like Oh, oh, okay, that's weird. Oh, this guy seems yeah, cool. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like, he puts me up with someone who's six two, um, and we were doing, we were doing something. And I can't remember what we were doing. I think we were just doing striking or something. And I remember, yeah, thinking, yeah. Oh, okay, this is terrifying. And Sam goes, Oh, is this the MMA class? And we're like, Yeah. And he goes, All right, cool, takedowns. And all of a sudden, like, this guy drops me with a leg kick. <laughs> so he. And he doesn't, he only connected to my like thigh or something. Yeah, but yeah. I've, I've dropped on the floor like a sack of shit. And he's like, why don't you know how to check that? And in my head, I'm like, you don't know me. <laughs> I'm not very good. <laughs> oh, Sam, that's the blessing. Yeah, he's a, uh, uh, we did, um, we ran right one of those white collar MMA things together, which um, 
Like, yeah. yeah, I was there. Oh my god. So, Were you yeah. there for that event? Mate, do you uh, remember the, I, feel, I don't know if it was a Swedish guy or something, but there was a guy with bright blonde hair and he was just fl- throwing hooks left, right, and center. And you're watching watching people getting knocked out in training, and it was not good because I remember you being like, <laughs> you're, you're not you're not getting involved in this. And I was like, Yes, I am not getting involved in this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that the gym was, was that full. Was yeah, it was ridiculous numbers. Uh, yeah, because yeah, it was it was a weird one as well because basically it was kind of like because they had I, I can't remember it was something ridiculous. It was like four weeks or five weeks from like mm. zero to then they had a fight with someone at the end, yeah. and um, yeah, it, it was almost like there were so many people in there. It was basically like, well, you got to kind of see which ones last. Like, yeah, it was not really any. It was like you almost had to, but yeah, you like break each other so there was room for people, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, we we had because uh, also then we had the thing where um, Yusef gave them the option that they could come to the regular classes because they were meant to at first just have their own specific classes where it was only going to mm. be them, and then they started mixing in. I was I was telling um, some of this story actually the other day. One of the guys came along and he was sparring with. I know he was in the kickboxing class and he's sparring with one of the, he must have been 14, 15, like a good lad, but you know, quite small and stuff. And really laying into him, like really battering him. And uh, yeah. Kathleen, who was uh, one of the assistant coaches for the uh, K1, is like kind of calls the guy over afterwards. Like he's like, I'm sparring with him next. Like he's just kind of beat up one of the little kids. Oh, well, not little kids, but you know, basically yeah. he's out of proportion for uh, yeah. how he was, he was going. So anyway, Kathleen goes with this guy. And um, this guy like, throws a kick at Kathleen. Kathleen checks it with his knee, which um, if you've ever done kickboxing, well, you have. But, you know, that's, that's, that's very painful. Um, so the guy screams, goes on the floor and everything. It's like, okay. So anyway, um, so we, we help him up. Uh, I think, he, yeah, he, he gets out somewhere anyway. And um, I don't really think anything ever again. He doesn't show back up in class, but I'm like, okay. Um, then I see him about a week later in Lidl. And uh, he's got a car cast on. He's like, yeah, yeah, I snapped my shin in half. Oh. <laughs> like completely, uh, yeah, it snapped his shin. <laughs> on the green stick fracture on the inside. <laughs> oh. Yeah. That's... Which, uh, well, yeah. I mean, how long would that recovery be? Would that almost be? He was in a, he was going to, he had to be in a cast for eight weeks. Oh my God. Yeah. And then, the, and then, and then you've got PTSD of that, you know, so when you check a kick again, you might be, I don't think he was coming back to it. No, no, but not at all. I don't, but, uh, yeah, no, it was, um, it was one of those things. I mean, it was one of those ones. He would kind of, um, it was, I know, I kind of think in that sense, the leg check's quite karmic because mm. Kathleen checks it, but it's only because of the force that he was throwing it with that snapped mm. his shin. Mm. Like, uh, cause, cause he was throwing like how he was laying into that young kid. Yeah. So, but yeah, that, that, that white collar MMA was hilarious. It was like so many mixes of different people. Like some yeah. of them, some of them are like some of them I really like. We got a couple of guys who trained, stayed training with us afterwards and stuff. Were really nice and everything. Yeah. And I don't know, there was some that I had to beat the shit out of in training. <laughs> well, this is this is this is what I was going to try and lead on to. And my memory is really really hazy, and I can't remember it. To, I can't remember it very vividly. But there was one time that it was either, you know, the MMA white collar were on the mats and the regular yeah. people. Um, who were just doing some of the functions, kind of like yeah. what, what were they called? Because the, the the lessons were structured that it would be like I always said that we did a function for like half an hour and then we'd spar for half an hour or yeah for half an hour. Is that would you say that's that correct? Was, that was that was roughly. It. I mean, yeah. it sometimes depends. Like um, sometimes the amount 
uh, the like uh, ratio would split slightly depending yeah. like if there were people who were less experienced would generally do more like uh, proportionate at least like yeah. um, say 80% of the class was less experienced would generally do more technique and yeah. less sparring but if it's the other way around if it was like 80% more experienced then we'd probably yeah. do a bit more sparring yeah and and i remember there was a lesson where there was someone and i want to say i just all i can remember there was a really young kid who was who was so much younger than me he was like 10 years younger than me or something and he was he was hitting hard but i remember he stayed after the white collar and he was quite young i like i think he was only 16 or 17 so he wasn't even allowed to compete yet or something yeah properly. but he was and he was really good but he was he was good because you could talk to him and say look man like pull your punches a little bit come yeah, on yeah. but there was a few other guys there's one guy with really bleach blonde hair like dyed bleach blonde hair and there was another guy who i remember when i sp- i was sparring when sam took over that le- that class me and yeah. him sparred and like he proper rocked me and i just dropped him like and then like we we like fell over and it was like i thought i broke my toe and me and this guy we've kind of dropped and we've like i've took him i've taken him down hurt my th- hurt my uh, toe and all this other stuff but that was really carnage but there was one specific lesson or class and i just remember this guy and he was proper rocking people like he was just didn't understand it at all and i think yeah. I think the the white collar kind of event was just like, yeah, well, this is how each other are going to be. This is how you're going to be hitting each other. So just go for it. And I remember yeah. he did something to one of the regulars in your with, with with your class, and did something. And I think they tapped out. And you were just like, all right, mate, me and you. And I remember you dropped this guy and just like choked him out straight away. And it was the most satisfying thing I've ever watched. Where this kind of guy, cocky, like MMA, yeah, that's cool, and comes in and he was a big guy. And obviously he's just yeah. crushing people because he's huge. And yeah. everyone's very timid because we're watching him literally just hook people left, right, and center. And yeah. we're like, yeah. wow, we're just trying to figure out grappling in a nice 60% yeah. kind of way. And you were just yeah. like, that's cool, mate. And you're, you know, you're probably what, like 5'8, five, 5'9? I wish uh, five seven. <laughs> five seven. Oh, okay. So similar height to me. I'm five six. And all of a sudden, you just took on this like six foot guy and just like rocked him and like put him on the foot. Like probably, it probably wasn't as extreme as this, but it was almost like you just basically schooled him, and it was the most satisfying thing I've ever seen in my whole entire life. Just some yeah. cocky guy. Just you just be like, well, if you want to play with the, if you want to play with the professionals, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, there were there were quite a few incidents like that. It was it was it was that kind of weird mix where I said with that the people that had signed up to it, you got some people yeah. literally were just like, oh, they kind of wanted to do it. Like it seemed like an extreme thing. Like the alternative was to signing up for a bungee jump, and you got some people who had done bits and pieces. Mm. and weren't total beginners and kind of were there trying to beat up the other ones that were total beginners so it was, yeah. it was a bit of a mess to be honest i'm not i'm not a fan of that no, uh, that, no, no. that um white collar thing I, w- I wouldn't do it again that was yeah. like um we were offered it we were offered it again after that we're just like no it was <laughs> it didn't it didn't quite bring in the uh, right atmosphere or the right people no and, and, I, think, uh, I think it was a pain in the neck <laughs> yeah you you really delivered on a really high ethos of like it, 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 it wasn't like his his one rule and it's one rule for all but it, i remember coming into the first couple of classes and being like i feel very safe here everyone's really lovely and it wasn't like a, a boys club it felt very diverse and it was nice and when the white collar stuff happened i remember being like oh and then oh, I, remember you, yeah. I remember you looking at me and you'd be like it's only for a couple of weeks it's only for a couple of weeks <laughs> and i was like yeah okay. but anyway right so on to some uh, some juicy stuff and i as bad as it is because i mean when when i've done these episodes before i love hearing about like disaster touring stories and yeah whatnot. but i've uh, got but, a few <laughs> but i don't uh, you know but not I'm, but not disaster stories like a stage collapse and kill loads of people yeah. that's not what i'm going for no, but, no, no. so but dom like when it comes to i mean you probably have done a bit of 
touring because these events and promotions they're all over the world but yeah. is there any been before we get into the the kind of the good stuff but is there any been any times that it's kind of gone a bit tits up and you've had any disasters um yeah i mean a few actually was it uh, uh yeah um you can check my notes where i scroll things down that's <laughs> uh, food uh, oh yeah yeah um yeah no i i i had a few um actually this one's kind of to do with travel as well so it was mm. um like i think i was fighting in newcastle uh on machine mma uh uh, yeah, in fact, the whole thing kind of was it started off fairly bad and got kind of worse. But uh, we because uh, because obviously like the making weight um, thing like so um, for anyone who doesn't know like you've got to weigh in generally twenty four hours before the show okay. and the weight that you are contracted to fight is not your actual weight. So you have to like sauna or. Um, cut down the weight artificially. And it's in dangerous. Yeah, it's, it's quite dangerous. It's not dangerous. So this time, I'd actually had, I normally at this point, I didn't like using saunas anymore because they kind of mess up your head a bit. Like okay. you can get concussed a lot easier if you've lost weight through saunering as opposed to some other methods. Normally I water loaded, which in simple terms is you drink a shit ton of water for like five days prior to weigh-in. You stop mm. drinking at 24 hours and you're, you've switched the hormone and your body just flushes and you end up dehydrated. Um, oh, okay. Which, uh, yes, uh, but th I'd done that. I'd fought the week before and I'd won the week before that. Uh, I'd won the like, week before. So I'd done the water loading for that. And there's something about water loading. It takes a lot out of your body. So it wouldn't really work for the second week. So I had to sauna. So, um, oh, no. yeah, so anyway, I go to the sauna before I'm picked up to get drive to Newcastle. So, cause I'm not sure there's a sauna at that end. So I'm like, I'm going to have to sauna here and drive dehydrated. So I had to sauna about four and a half kilos. Oh, God. Uh, so I'm in there for, I don't know, probably like, yeah, uh, in the end I got quite quick. My body got quite quick at sweating out, but it's probably about an hour and a half. Um, <laughs> oh so uh, about an hour and a half. Um, I think the, the sauna was a bit, the, the staff were a bit weird about, um, me How going in like in fully there? clothed. Yeah, yeah. And fully clothed. Cause it, we like, you fit on like a, a yeah, joggers a or bin bags and a jogger, uh, or oh. <laughs> like, there's like old people like sitting in there relaxing. You're like standing there in the corner shadow boxing. It's uh, it's quite the weird uh, setup. Uh, so anyway, I've, I've got the weight off. Get the weight off, um, or uh, as close as I can, like a few hundred grams, because I know I'm going to sweat a little bit in the car. So anyway, so now I get picked up in the car. So um, this is in Norwich at this point. So we've got to drive up to Newcastle, which. Uh, oh man <laughs> getting out yeah, so of, getting to norwich going from norwich to anywhere is hard because it's a race yeah. until you get to a motorway yeah yeah it's crazy it's crazy so anyway scott bastards uh was also fighting on it. it was one of my guys um at the time he yeah so anyway um i get get in the car already like dehydrated and obviously i can't drink or eat anything the whole drive up there so like oh, suffering no. in the back trying to fall asleep hopefully like because that's that's the best thing in these kind of situations yeah. so if you can fall asleep and normally i got very good at falling asleep during travel but um <laughs> we eventually we eventually make it up there and everything um and uh yeah make the way that's okay right so um so thanks for accomplished essentially yeah been a bit rocky yeah yeah now, now i've got to drink some stuff now i've got to drink some stuff um yeah um yeah i think i had some northern northern fish and chips uh chips and gravy <laughs> that's my first meal after that uh, anyway so that came out with togo they came to the fight 
at this show kind of everything kind of went wrong anyway like um i think there were four of us that went, went up and like um i think chris chris one of the guys got armbarred Gemma mm. lost the decision uh scott was fighting after me the other two were before me so anyway it's i'm warming up for my fight kind of thing mm. um, the other two or four and uh, the cornerman goes like oh where's your gum shield and um i was like there on the side so they go to pick up and they're like there's nothing in here so oh, like, no. I've realized at that point I've left my gum shield in Norwich. Like I didn't, oh, I've just brought no. the case. And um, yeah, so gum shield, like, you know, you need to boil you, them and mold them. It's not yeah. like a... Something so you can I, just chuck in. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of freaking out at this point because it's like literally I'm, I'm the next fight to walk out. And uh, Ian Freeman isn't kind of the person that you tend to want to piss off anyway. So for some reason, it doesn't even occur to me to be like, okay, I haven't got my gum shield, like, I can't can, fight can, now. Or yeah. Something out. yeah. Or, or like, can you move me back five fights? Yeah. I need to find a gum shield and boil it, which, you know, that's doable. Could well, you could, you could do doable. That. Yeah. So I probably should have done that. For some reason, that didn't occur to me. Instead, <laughs> I get um, Chris's gum shield, who he's already for. I get this gum shield and I get a set of scissors for cutting hand wraps. And I cut it until I can hold it between my teeth. So, oh, so it's just oh no yeah just holding it it's not even it's not so, even doing anything let's be honest it's no, just not doing anything. I'm just, <laughs> yeah i'm just i'm fighting on this uh piece of rubber basically so that basically but literally i don't know my thinking was literally as i walked through the cage and they asked you to tap your cup and show your gum shield like, it that's like it. something like so yeah so i do that um yeah, and to, to be honest, the fight was going quite well until um, like I, I, I taking the guy down a lot. I was literally at that point, I was like, man, this guy's like really over telegraphy. He's loading up on every shot. Like his stand up's dreadful. And that's when he knocked me out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it was, I mean, to be honest, it was a good shot anyway, which the, uh, but uh, the gum shield probably wouldn't have helped a huge amount. But uh, it definitely oh. didn't, didn't help. It didn't help that I didn't have an actual gum shield in at the time. That was, uh, that was fighting uh, Dave, Kung, Dave the Toe Concrete, a very, very nice guy. And we're actually quite good friends now, like uh, oh mostly via social media or if we see each other at a tournament. But uh, yeah, that's a good time. Oh, mate, that is kind. I didn't expect that to happen. In my head, I just thought the gum shield was that it. But then the fact of getting free. Uh, you, for your yeah. brain to be because when you're in that moment um, and your brain your brain's kind of you're not tunnel vision at all really are you you are quite present in that moment and you're you are kind yeah. of thinking as you're acting and yeah it's kind of you're kind of hyper aware i kind of feel at that point um mm. when you're actually like once you're actually in the fight in the cage uh, you kind of get very hyper aware but uh, oh yeah, that's probably gosh. the most like uh, most out of it I've been from getting knocked out. Uh, yeah, and what like, is the? How would you explain being knocked out? It's something um, that I've, I've never fainted or been not or been knocked out before. Obviously, uh, I mean, obviously, I mean but... it's, it's it's a weird. I mean, every everyone slightly. If every like time you get knocked out is slightly different, mm-hmm. um, it's completely like. So a uh, best way I, I was basically trying to fight someone over that wasn't sure of like what anything was or where anyone was like you're completely disorientated um uh you kind of get like um that like white flash okay thing happen but um yeah it's it's like i wasn't i wasn't like a pole axe like you know sort of um flatline type yeah just lying completely uh, cool. toes, it's like toes i was cool. moving yeah i was trying to move but i i thought i was fighting someone here when <laughs> but like, you actually here, on your back yeah so yeah yeah like so it was i was completely like out of there but uh my body was like still i suppose responding to some kind of impulses and moving but um, um 
yeah, so it, it's quite a weird feeling. The only thing I would get, like, you get, like, that flash of mm. everything going white and, like, um, as if your ears are really, um, like, you've been stood like right like near tinnitus. a speaker while it's gone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so um, oh, yeah. Dude. Oh, man, I'm sorry to hear that, but I'm not going to lie. It's a cracker of a story. I don't believe the, <laughs> the journey to get there and then all of that happening. So before we finish, then um, the you know I always finish with sharing is caring. So it's a little um, something to pass on to people listening or watching. I think my sharing is caring is probably going to be probably the amount of free battle royale games. But at the moment, my dad and my brother, um, we we're trying to we're trying to find like a battle royale game that is like cross platform. Yeah, Apex, yeah. Apex Legends is coming yeah. to the Nintendo Switch on the yeah. 9th of March and. Uh, yeah cross-platform gaming it, it, i feel like it's a uh, it's quite a, a quite a, not a new thing because it should have been something that's happened it should have happened ages ago but yeah definitely definitely get into cross-platform gaming and stuff because everyone's got different consoles everyone's got different ways of of doing gaming and whatnot and um, so i'm very looking forward to that and i guess that's something that i'm going to pass on but it doesn't really seem like a proper one but i feel like yours is probably gonna be a lot better <laughs> from I guess I'll, I'll probably say like uh, this time because uh, you know obviously it's tricky uh, to physically active and stuff, mm-hmm. especially goal orientated. It's just I'd suggest like Tommy Cuff who uh, runs like a very good online um, oh, okay. like, st- uh, conditioning coaching and stuff. He does South Side, uh, sorry South Coast Strength um, mm-hmm. Club, and he's like uh, he does really well with um, like kind of I suppose sort of tailoring online programs for people and stuff with whatever no kit or whatever kit they've got and stuff but uh that's quite one uh i think it's been handy for anyone sort of looking yeah actually i've got a shout i've got a shout a mutual a mutual friend of ours but shout uh marcus kane man he's been smashing Uh, the content recently he was my mentor he was my mentor for a long time and he used to train with you um, yonks ago yeah, yeah, he used to, used to get boxing one-to-ones with me. Yeah, 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 yeah. He used to do a bit yeah. of pad work with me back at the gym as well. It was great. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. a cool guy. He's a really cool guy. Oh, yeah, mate. Much love yeah, for Marcus. He knows his stuff. Yeah. yeah, he really knows his stuff. I mean, he set me up with um, he set me up with a uh, with insane amount of functional training stuff that is oh, no. lasted for. Uh, I don't know. I think it lasts me for. It's interchangeable as well, so it's lasted me for like six months, but. Oh, that's brilliant! Um, doing doing supermarket home delivery is a very taxing thing on my body, which is probably the last yeah. time I saw you. Actually, is when you were crossing the road just in front oh, of the marina, yeah, yeah, and yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. "Oh, hey, Tom!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> mate, love mate. Thank you so much for uh, for helping no me. We have to have to stop stop the recording yeah. soon because otherwise, uh, I mean, yeah, there's so much. So we're gonna have to definitely do it again because there's way more about yeah, yeah. about your journey and everything that we need to get into because it's it's an, an incredible but thank you so much for joining me dom and, no um, thanks man thank you for everyone watching and listening uh this has been long drives late nights and lobby calls i don't know why i shrugged when i did that i'm like hello <laughs> mate do you know what i mean but yeah, yeah much yeah. love everyone uh and we'll speak to you all soon long drives, late nights and lobby-